0: I got a couple things that I think are going to decide this game between the Minnesota Vikings and Arizona Cardinals. Plus, you betcha, we're going to do some grambles. Plus, of course, your bold predictions here on the Locked On Vikings podcast. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, 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 everybody to another episode of the Locked On Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, your pal, and the kid you copied off in math class. My name is Luke Braun. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL. You can find the show on Twitter at Locked On Vikings. And thank you so much for making Locked On Vikings your first listen of the day, each and every. Day. Today's episode of Locked On Vikings is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security with fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe 24 7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. Today on the show, like I mentioned, we've got bold predictions coming up at the end. Before that, we'll do grambles. And before that, I just want to do some quick key to victory stuff. I think everybody's talking like if you ask anybody their key to victory to this game for the Vikings against the Cardinals, it is containing Kyler Murray. This has been an issue for the Vikings. And spoiler, I'm going to bet his rushing over. I've actually been betting Kyler Murray rushing overs a lot this year um, to great effect. I've been on kind of a string of betting his rushing over every week anyways, so this is definitely not the week I'm going to stop doing that. Um, the Vikings have struggled with this. And when you keep contain, it's not unlike playing the option. And that's the other big key to this game. Um, if you want a real good primer, <laughs> if I don't want to say so myself, uh, about defending the option, There is an article at Zone Coverage that I wrote after the Vikings game against the Cardinals last year that was sort of a defense of how the defense played there because they defended the option very well. It was very sound option defense. They didn't defend other things very well. They busted some coverages. There were lots of other problems elsewhere, but when it was an option, the the Vikings actually took that away from the Cardinals and not unlike the Vikings game against the Dolphins before the bye the Cardinals kind of had to scramble and come up with a whole new game plan on the fly. And that game plan was Kyler Murray doing hero stuff. But the option defense was very good. Like there was tape. There was stuff to learn from that tape. The Vikings are going to have to have that kind of day again. And I don't know if they have that again. Uh, in them, I, I don't know if this is not a muscle that has flexed very often. There were a couple of them against uh, the the Bears that went poorly. The Justin Fields ran all over them. Skyler Thompson ran a couple of them, but he got hurt before that really got flexed. And the only other option team they played was Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts torched him. So I'm I'm curious to see if this is something the Vikings can can pull together and keeping contain is kind of a similar thing. the The point of both of those is. Be disciplined and do your job. The pass rush is a lot harder there because you see the quarterback in your sights, you just go for him. And sometimes you you can't just keep the outside contained. Somebody else is supposed to get him. And if that means he sits back there all day, he sits back there all day. But the second you go for him, he is going to leak out. And now the pocket's broken. And now that's exactly where you don't want Kyler Murray to be. Um, similarly, the option... I won't go into all the details. But similarly, the option... Is a normal like run fit, but with some with two people saying, OK, and you take the quarterback and I'll take the running back and the the fit will work that way or like one person kind of watching the, the quarterback. And the problem is you take someone out of the fit to do that. That's why the option is popular, especially at lower levels when fits can be a little sloppier and you can run better. Um, but that that's going to be like a, a huge key to this. But there is something on this side of the ball that I can't get out of my head. And it's one of a couple reasons why I'm actually pretty bullish on the Vikings for this game. There was, I did a whole Patreon video about how much the Miami Dolphins gashed the Vikings with passes over the middle. The middle of the Vikings defense. A, they're almost always in a middle of field open look, like a split safety look. So the middle just is open schematically. It's just a place that is frequently open some somewhere's got to be open right they for the Vikings it's the middle um but couple that with some problems with like landmarks some problems with the linebackers problems with the safeties it's kind of everywhere with nickel everybody has had their their share of blame um and the Vikings gave up a ton of passes over the middle sort of making the same mistakes over and over and over and they're the kind of mistakes I don't think you can fix overnight maybe not even on a bye week Kyler Berry doesn't is not very good at throwing in the middle of the field. Like this is a big thing for him. Uh, There is a narrative about maybe he's just too short to see. I'm not going to get into that. But whatever it is, the Cardinals offense over the middle of the field has struggled. Now, the Dolphins did, too, going into that game, and they absolutely torched the Vikings there. A lot of that was Skyler Thompson struggled to throw over the middle of the field, though. And most of that game was played by Teddy. So maybe there's something there. But if the Cardinals can't take advantage of what I truly think is the most glaring weakness on the Vikings, then they that's going to be a long day. And... That, plus some of the stuff on the other side of the ball, the the fact that the Cardinals' pass rush is struggling, well, we kind of have an offensive line that isn't going to give everybody their favorite day of of their season anymore. (laughs) We used to be that team, and and we're not really that team anymore. Plus, they got problems in their secondary with their outside corners. Who's out there? (laughs) That that, that guy might be a problem. So I I see a lot of matchup issues. I, I really like the way the Vikings match up with the Cardinals here. And if the the Vikings lose this game, I think it's because they couldn't contain Murray and they couldn't stop the option runs. Um, If, if that happens, there is a path to the Vikings losing this game. I just see so many more paths to them winning it. And so if we want to talk probabilistically, I I, I think I like the, the three and a half point spread for the Vikings. That's why I like them, them to cover. Uh, I am going to talk a lot more about, spreads and particularly some prop bets and and over under stuff but first let me talk to you about keeping yourself secure it's a very important thing to do the simply safe is one of those things that you want to have before you need kind of like a plunger or a a good slot corner (laughs) Look, in all seriousness, there are times in life when safety is the only thing that matters, and that is what Simply Safe is for. For them, that is all the time. They have 24 7 professional monitoring. Their agents can call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home. And they blanket your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room. And HD security cameras that can differentiate real threats from the dog is walking around, <laughs> and smarter ways to detect motion and all that stuff. And they can get the right people dispatched to your home in the event of an emergency. It is all out of your hands. And you can relax. Their monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm that break in. And you can get the highest priority dispatch. So, customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafecom locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system. That's simply with an I, S I M P L I, safe. When you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free, visit simplysafecom locked on NFL to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Are you ready to talk about some bets? I say, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> That was awful. Uh, Let's move past that. So I have all overs in this one. Um, Last week I did pretty good. I went four and zero. I, I did some bye week bets around the league. I had Damian Pierce over 65.5 yards that hit. I hit an under in the Dallas-Detroit game. Um, I had the San Francisco 49ers sco- scoring first. You know how the Chiefs always start slow. Plus 104 on that, hit it. And then a Jamar Chase anytime TD hit that. Um, tragic about his hit, by the way. That That really sucks for the Bengals. This game, we're back to just betting props in the one Vikings game. So I already told you about Kyler Murray over. His over under is 34 and a half. Now, he hasn't hit that very often. His his average is actually a little bit higher than that, but that's because he got 100 yards in the Seahawks game, a game where, as I understand it, the Seahawks were able to just, like, force the worst habits on him and, and sort of get take everything else away from him. So all he had was his running. Um, and he just relied on that ran for over a hundred yards, but that was a really anemic offensive effort. I would love a day like that. By the way, that would be fantastic. I, if I'm hitting this over and the Vikings are stopping everything else and then they end up Would they end up with like 16 points in that game and there was like garbage time. Um, that would be great, but I don't see that happening. I have the total points over. 48 and a half right now that has been declining that, that number. I saw it at 49 and a half when I think when it opened, it's been then it hit 49. Now it's 48 and a half, which communicates that the betters are hitting the under really hard. They do not expect as much scoring in this game. I look at the matchups and I think, I, I think the betters have, have overdone it. Um, and I see this being the kind of game that that can cross a, a fairly high total but I just don't believe I just believe in these offenses both the, more than I believe in the defenses um and I just see that being the the kind of game that ends up you know 36 to 23 or something crazy like that in that vein I wanted to make at least one prop bet on a viking player hitting their over right cuz I cuz I really think there's going to be production in this game but I, I couldn't figure out who I thought it would be. So here's the way I see this playing out, right? The Cardinals do not have the bodies at cornerback to play this the way the Eagles did. Not even really to play it the way the Lions did. The Lions' corners actually, um, they've got at least enough talent there to to attempt something. Um, but the Eagles, they could really reliably leave James Bradbury on... Thielen or Osborne, whoever was the the principal guy on the other side, and then they could use Darius Slay in a safety over top of him to neutralize Justin Jefferson. We've talked about how they did that a lot. The Cardinals just do not have those horses. That's a couple of real good corners over there. Devontae Maddox in the slot too. Ain't ain't no slouch. So they could really afford to just kind of man up, keep a safety over top of of Justin Jefferson. Was the only guy he could, couldn't man up, and the Vikings just couldn't get open right that's the standard. And, and that's the only group that's really been able to just shut down the Vikings offense. Everybody else, the Vikings offense has struggled at times like against Miami, but they figured it out. Um, against the Eagles, there was just nothing they could do that. They were just beat. And the Cardinals don't have that. So I see this being a a game where the Vikings move the ball, but I don't know who (laughs) with, Like, I don't know who this game funnels through. Sometimes you can look at a game and say, oh man, like you look at the Bears and you could just be like, oh yeah, they're not stopping Justin Jefferson. Um, They just don't have anybody, right? And the only way, and anybody can stop Justin Jefferson if they sell out to do it. And selling out to do it is at way too high a cost and it's really hard to win a game when you sell out to do it. And in a sense, Justin Jefferson is winning you that game just by being himself. Um, So (laughs) don't take me the wrong way there. But the if you want to keep a safety over the top of him, keep a safety on the other side ready to poach if he comes across, and keep a cornerback underneath him, no wide receiver can get out from under that. That is a, a way to neutralize anyone, but that costs so many players. The Cardinals might do this, so I'm not like super comfortable, um, betting Justin Jefferson's over, also. Byron Murphy is not a bad corner. He's a good corner. So they could play him underneath Justin Jefferson with a safety over top, take Justin Jefferson away. That would leave, I think Adam Thielen and KJ Osborne in way too advantageous a position. And so I don't think it works for the Cardinals. I think that might be the closest thing that they have and it might be what they do, but I don't think that that will work. So I think the Vikings will be able to throw the ball. And then I realize, well, who cares who it is? Bet Kirk Cousins over. <laughs> So Kirk Cousins over 20, 265.5 and an excuse to kind of talk about that. The other thing is if I've got Kyler Murray's rushing over, I off the bat don't believe in the Vikings ability to stop the option and to stop the quarterback run, um, which are is kind of two sides of the same coin. Um, And so I'm also betting, Eno Benjamin over 33 and a half. I do think the Cardinals will be able to move the ball on the ground a little bit. Now, these aren't huge over-unders, right? That's you know 70 yards rushing total, um, which is part of why I'm doing it. But I do think that that, that will be there. And... I don't think the Cardinals are going to look at this game and say, this is one where we like win it over the top because of how deep the safeties play. I actually thought about taking Deandre Hopkins under just because I think he might have to live on shorter passes, but then I thought "Eh, he might be able to just get enough of those shorter passes to cover it anyways. Um, But I I think eventually we're going to start being able to kind of take weird props, like taking the under on longest pass kind of stuff um, once the, the Vikings' defense is a little bit less susceptible to busting, But those are my bets. Next up, we are going to talk about some bold predictions. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Therapy is important. Um, I am a very big fan <laughs> of therapy. My personal opinion is if you can afford it, get it. Um, and to help you afford it, that is where BetterHelp Comes in. They can match you up with a therapist in your budget, in your style, whatever you're comfortable with, whether it, you want to do a video chat, which a lot of therapy is nowadays, or you just want to do a call, or if you'd rather just do um, like asynchronous texting where you can just sort of have a continuous conversation going on. All of that stuff is available. Um, you can get matched with a therapist after just filling out a brief survey. And here's the deal. That match is really important. A lot of people just do therapy. They go to one person that they randomly selected. It doesn't, that person isn't right for them. And they think all therapy is like that. And they forget the idea entirely, um, go through some of that effort to find the right person and better help is the way to find that person. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. I've got a hankering. I have a craving for something a little bold. It is time for the bold prediction segment. Love this is the exclamation point on the week. Every single week here on the Locked On Vikings podcast, your weirdest predictions. We aren't trying to be right here. We're not trying to be practical. We're not trying. This is not like the You Betcha segment where we're trying to get stuff that hits. We are trying to take the biggest swing at the cosmos. We are spitting in the face of God. And maybe one day he will smile upon us with a begrudging respect. And that is what happened one time in this entire segment. I've been doing this for three years now. One time there was a bold prediction. Do five or six every week. There has hit one. It was last year. Vikings Cardinals that was Kyle Slaby I call him the champ for that reason he's got one this time uh when he hit that one it was that he predicted that Kirk Cousins would have more rushing yards than Kyler Murray in the Vikings Cardinals game pretty bold right and it hit and we partied and if he hits again we will party that prediction is getting run back however Steezo beat him to it so Stizo says Kirk with more rushing yards than Kyler. We got to run it back. We have to run it back. But uh, I mean, look, that would be completely insane, right? And I'm pretty sure it was like Kyler Murray just like didn't rush much and and Kirk Cousins got like a breakaway-ish one where he got like 20 yards and that was how it hit. Very cool stuff. But Kyle Slaby came back with another one. He says that there will be a double revenge game. Both Patrick Peterson and Jordan Hicks have touchdowns against their former team. Obviously, very bold. Um, we love it. I, I hope you hit this. This would be the most incredible thing you'd be. It's it's like it's time to go to Vegas. <laughs> we got a couple other bold predictions. I should go back and go over the ones from the bye week before we get into the rest of them. But, of course, that is the headline. We have somebody defending their title, and that's more important. But uh, last week, we had the bye week, so I opened it up to all sports throughout the entire week, I think we ended up with all NFL ones. We had one that spread to college football, which came from darn many who said that it would be the last game for at least three coaches, head or coordinator. I do not believe we had any firings, uh, material firings. If I am wrong, because I know college football is huge, uh, don't send me what happened at like some tiny D3 school. Like we're, we're talking like FBS, FCS. Uh, if I'm wrong here, let me know. But I do not believe we hit this. Sports tweeter Matthias said that we would have three safeties across the league all in the third in the first quarter. That did not hit a uh, squeak said that every NFL underdog would win. Um, I do think it was a good week for underdogs, but it certainly wasn't every just off the top of my head. Miami was favored. They won Sunday night. Waka Waka said that the Packers, Lions, and Bears would lose by 10, 23, and 22, respectively, on 10, 23, 22. You did get two out of three losses going into Monday night. I I was like, man, I was going to give you at least a little credit for all three losses. Just parlaying all the losses would have been a pretty bold thing just on its own. Um, But none of the the score (laughs) merchants hit, and then the Bears won, so no. Uh, Daniel Hagan said that before next Thursday, a player or coach on the Rams would make a comment as to how they are missing Kevin O'Connell. The true brains behind their Super Bowl offense. I did not realize that they too were on their bye, uh, making this much bolder. (laughs) I I mean, I would have liked it even more. I, of course, would still include it. Uh, but that, that makes it a lot harder, a lot less media availability during a bye week. And no, they did not get anything like that. Plus coming off a win, it was always going to be hard. Let's move on to the rest of the vikings Cardinals bold predictions. As a reminder, we've got Steezo, Kirk with more rushing yards than Kyler. Kyle Slaby, both Patrick Peterson and Jordan Hicks will score touchdowns. Next one comes from E.T. Spaceman, who says that Kirk Cousins will have the same amount of passing yards as total points scored in the Lakers-Timberwolves game on Friday. Uh, That's very fun. (laughs) So this is fun, and honestly, just it being a Lakers-Timberwolves game is probably the reason that I picked this. Um, because otherwise, I mean, you could probably do this for any game, and it's not particularly special. However, Lakers-Timberwolves always has a special place in my heart. A, games against Lakers were the ones that I always went to as a kid. Um, I went to a lot of Wolves games as a kid, and uh, it was very often against the Lakers. I always made a point to see the Lakers, because I wanted to see Kobe and stuff. Uh, I also cannot stand the Lakers. A uh, big-time Laker hater, mostly because when they were stolen, stolen, from us, from Minneapolis back in the 70s. They did not change, have the uh, the respect, the decency, to change their name. I dislike the Utah Jazz for the same reason. Um, lean into your own identity and stop taking identities from states that border the Mississippi. Go Timberwolves! And I hope that this one hits anyways, because that'd be really funny. Eric the Red says, back-to-back kick return touchdowns. Uh, He said in the third quarter, I'm not going to hold you to that specificity. Um, That doesn't make it any more or less interesting, so I'll let you open it up. But back-to-back kick return touchdowns, I did clarify, this means like the Vikings get a kick return touchdown, they line up to kick, they kick it off to the Cardinals, return touchdown coming back or, or vice versa. Like it has to work out that way, not return touchdown one way. And then another return touchdown, like they're just special teams is, is falling apart on one side of the ball or something like both teams need to get one. Um, and they need to get it consecutively. David Whitting. Yeah. Whitting says, uh, we have multiple wide receivers. this is a huge parlay. So we have multiple receivers go over hundred yards and a tight end or running back go over 50 yards and I'm counting C.J. Hamm as a running back, by the way, Uh, go over 50 yards receiving, and one wide receiver goes over 50 yards rushing. Now, you worded this very carefully, and I'm going to take you incredibly literally here. We have multiple wide receivers. That has to be the Vikings. A tight end or running back over 50, I will give you a cardinal on that, and one wide receiver over 50. You also did not specify that it has to be a Viking, so still plenty bold, and I think you you worded this in a very clever way that's going to open you up to maybe a Cardinal saving you here. Finally, Malcolm Biggles says the Vikings defense will sack Murray exactly five times for every rushing touchdown he scores. Obviously, there is a world where you get zero sacks and zero rushing touchdowns where this technically would hit. I'm not going to give you that. That would be lame. Um, but otherwise, they get you know five sacks if Murray gets one rushing touchdown. If he gets two rushing touchdowns, 10 sacks and so on. There's your bold predictions, everybody. This episode got a little weird, and I absolutely love it. (laughs) We'll be back. You can check the Locked On Minnesota Sports YouTube channel for the postcast, right as the uh, clock hits triple zeros at the end of this game. And then, of course, I'll see you on Monday with a recap. No matter what happens, you know you can always count on me. I will always be here. I will see you all then. And as always, skull.